Well, hey, welcome to the intro to the show. The show is the Raised by Whoops fake radio show, and the guy talking to you is Andrew. And this is the intro, as I said, and it is my least favorite part of doing this whole thing. I listened to Glenn last week. He said kind of the same thing. He's not really into doing the intro. It's uh, it's weird as hell because you're talking to nobody. And hopefully somebody hears it eventually, but at the moment, I'm talking to no one. I'm just sitting here in a room, a grown-ass man. Grown-ass man whose birthday is coming up. I'm going to be 43 years old. Man, that happened fast. It's weird to be 43 years old because it's like, it's like being 17, you know, just or 22, you know, it doesn't mean anything. It's not like a banner year. It's not 40. It's not 50. Just a whole bunch of years in between. It. Who gives a shit? Who gives a shit anyway, right? It's just a year. I don't know. Maybe I give a shit. Happy birthday to me, dummy. Uh, this is a story about young me, um, kind of. I mean, I'll tell a little bit about being young. I kind of feel like I'm the same guy. I don't really feel like a a break in character much between the kid in this story and the 43-year-old ding-dong doing this intro at the moment. Maybe, maybe you feel the same. Does anybody really feel that far away from their childhood self? Let's hope not. I hope you're enjoying this show. Feel free to do all the things that you're supposed to do that podcasting people ask you to do, you know, like reviews and all that shit, if you want to. If not, whatever. I hope you're enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. It's free, you know, it's totally free. Glenn and I do this because we like it. I mean, most of it, except for the intro part, which thankfully is damn near over. All right. Enjoy this little story. It's called Just Call Me. Wrote it just for you. Hope you enjoy it. Until next time. Adios. delicate vibration from the small black computer in my pocket reminds me it's also a telephone. I see an unfamiliar number, take a deep breath, and allow myself a tiny grin as I answer. Hello? Hi, is this Wilson? No, I'm afraid you've got the wrong number. Oh, well, maybe you could help me. This is Tom from the Policeman's Benevolent Society, and I was wondering if we could chat for a moment. The police? How did you find me? Uh, I mean, am I in some kind of trouble, officer? I'm sorry? Uh, no. I'm calling on behalf of the Policeman's Benevolent Society, and I oh, was... Oh, God. Please. <laughs> How much time do I have before you guys get here? I just want to say goodbye to my wife and my kids before you kick in the door. Oh, man. No, sir. Please stop crying. I- I'm not calling as a police officer. I'm calling on behalf oh, of the... Oh, Jesus. Tom, look. It was an accident, all right? Honestly, man, it was dark, and he was wearing all black and gray, and it was raining, and... I really hadn't had that much to drink, and if you ask me, he looked pretty ill anyway, so I don't know. I mean, it may have just been his time, you know what I mean? Tom? Hello? Tom? As a kid, I had some bad habits. 
Before I learned to play guitar, I'd pick random numbers out of the phone book, dial them up, and lay down some crazy script on a poor, unsuspecting person. Sometimes I'd pretend to be a radio DJ, offering tickets to a show, or cash prizes if the person on the other end of the call could answer some absurd or impossible trivia questions. Name all 15 of the planets on our solar system in under 10 seconds, starting now. On other calls, I'd pretend to be from the phone company, making promises or demands. On the count of three, pull as hard as you can on the phone cord for a complimentary three feet of cable. Other times, I'd act out some idiotic misunderstanding just to see if I could get a reaction out of my pitiable and arbitrary victim. The result on a successful call might sound something like, Listen, kid, I told you. Jenny doesn't live here. I mean it, goddammit. I don't care how much money she owes you. Figure this out and don't call back again. Later, I got hip to the classified section of the Sunday paper. People would list things for sale and publish their actual phone numbers in the back of the newspaper. It was a goldmine of stupid, premised madness for me. Most of my randomly selected victims had a hard time buying the fake voice I had to adopt to hide the high-pitched, prepubescent one which naturally came out of my mouth. Honestly, only the most dim-witted of my victims ever fell for my shtick. Lucky for me, those beautiful dimwits are the inspiration for what I now use as a stand-in for prank calls. But when pranking the folks in the classified section, my job was much easier. All I had to do was play it straight and ask a series of increasingly absurd questions. The goal was never terribly specific. I just wanted to get an honest reaction. If that meant getting them to hang up the phone after the first dumb question, I considered it a small win. If they suffered through my stupidity with charm and grace politely sending me on my way, it was still a win, but not nearly as satisfying. My favorite reactions were the ones where my victims would squirm uncomfortably, trying to remain civil with the idiot on the other end of the call. Usually, these were people with something lousy for sale. You could almost hear them salivating, desperate to foist their used wares onto an imbecile like me. I could tell early on where things were headed. I'd crank up the idiocy until, in spectacular fashion, they lost their temper in furious and frustrated fits of rage. The hardest part was keeping my giggling out of the receiver when someone said something like, No, dumbass. It's a controller for a video game, shaped like a gun. Not a real gun. Idiot. The clatter and click of a phone being slammed down is a savage yet delightful rhythm. I miss the hum in the dial tone which followed. But those days are gone. I don't call people anymore just to piss them off. For many years, I gave up my old, immature pastime, painfully aware of how childish and absurd an impulse it is to want to frustrate people for no good reason. In recent years, however, fortune brought my old habits out of the dusty catch-all in my brain. My latent and malformed gift has been given a second life by the fact that solicitors, telemarketers, and political campaigns have access to our phone numbers. I can now legally make prank calls, and all I've got to do is answer. Seriously, what a gift. Taking these calls, of course, is totally optional. Anyone can tell when an unknown number is dialing. Most people don't answer these calls, and for good reason. But if you ever find yourself hanging out with me when one of these calls comes in, let me answer it for you. I get that a portion of these calls represents someone's job, and that everybody's got to make a living somehow. But every job has its risks. 
Firemen run into burning buildings. Chefs slice off their fingertips. Doctors get sued by the families of dead patients, and telemarketers have to deal with me, the dumbest person they will ever reach. I approach this pursuit free from guilt. Those bastards called me, and as far as I'm concerned, they're asking for it. I've tried many tactics, being unusually aggressive, speaking with a fake accent, or pretending to be distracted by other things in the room. Damn it, Billy, I said get out of the refrigerator. Boy, you could die in there. I'm sorry, you were saying? These methods, while fun, lacked something I couldn't quite put my finger on. Then I remembered my poor victims. Back when I played the villain, those good-natured dimwits who took me seriously. I found that playing a nearly cartoonish fool is the most surefire way to get a reaction. I've been hung up on and angrily abandoned by these would-be solicitors more times than I can count. I've listened carefully with deep cheer in my heart to the crumbling facade of a telemarketer's politic as it falls to pieces under the terrible weight of my ignoramus thickness. I haven't had anyone swear at me yet, but there's hope. I started off this story with an example of a recent call where I played an affable half-wit. Unfortunately for me, the role is entirely too easy to play, and it's not difficult to create an atmosphere of chaos and confusion. It just sort of unfolds naturally. Regrettably, on that call, Tom kept his cool and calmly hung up on me before I could really get into it. So the next time a weird number shows up on your phone, don't just block it or ignore it. Answer sweetly and take your creativity for a spin. Find a character and go for it. Obviously, don't give them any personal details and be sure not to get so lost in your character that you accidentally buy a timeshare or donate any money. You gotta remember, not all young pranksters find their way back into the fold. Some of them grow up to be full-blown scam artists. What a shame they never learn to harness their powers for good. tuning in to the Raised by Whoops fake radio show. This is Glenn. Both Andrew and I are grateful for your time and attention. If you enjoyed that story, we'd appreciate if you could tell your friends, family, or even a few strangers about the show. Additionally, you can leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or Spotify. If you have a short story you'd like us to tell, or even some music you'd like to share, you can reach out via the website 
RaisedByWhoops.com. We're glad to have you with us. Till next time, thanks. Take care.